0: I was curious to hear from you how you and Omar were deciding on this one day a week. Like, is it the same day every week or does it, is it Mm. schedule dependent? As long as you have criteria for what that looks like, I think that it could be easy, but I totally get what she's saying. If you don't have a criteria for what days you're going in and what days you're not going in, yeah, it's just an added thing that you have to think about. Right. Cause uh, there was one team that I spoke to at the
1: co-working space who had this rule where, um, they, they have work from home Wednesday, so they've mm-hmm. made it very clear, removed that decision of which day is it do I go in no Wednesdays is work from home and at first I thought oh that's really cool that makes it easy right it removes the the whole decision but then you think okay but it doesn't really make sense like in our case where maybe it's
0: Thursday that happens to be the day that
1: those calls got lined up
0: Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole. And welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a
1: new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence.
0: Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Kate. How you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm fully awake now. You... I'm warmed up. <laughs> episode number two of the day. Um, so this is funny. I was just thinking about this because you and I were just chatting about it in our little, uh, let's call it our intermission mm-hmm. in between our first and our second episode about wearing PJs because I literally wear PJs all day, every day, pretty much. (laughs) Unless I'm like, if I'm going to the store or something, I'll get dressed. Don't get me wrong. But on the topic of today's conversation it's an interesting one because (laughs) this is like such a huge win of working from home is that you get to wear pjs all day (laughs) that is a nice tie-in to today's
1: topic but i've seen you in pjs when we were on our girls trip in tokyo and your pjs look like normal clothes like mine are oh. proper pjs I'm, I'm literally i've got like rainbow covered butt right now <laughs> like my pjs have rainbows on them okay this is you don't wear this out outside
0: <laughs> this is true i don't have any technical pj sets i just use like comfy clothes <laughs> yeah which i think is
1: maybe a bit more adult i don't i don't know i noticed that both you and, and Cass were not in proper pjs and i had my proper pjs with me and i was like oh this is adorable nicole
0: look at you with your little pink pjs I loved your proper PJs, and I love that you folded them each morning as well. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, today's topic is going to be all about hybrid work, and we're also going to be checking in with Nicole on how her transition from remote work to in-person work is going. That tie-in that I was talking about, about being able to wear your PJs all day, is a little bit of a throwback to episode 98, which is where we discussed whether remote work or in-person work was better. Now, Nicole, at the time that we recorded that episode, you had recently started working pretty much exclusively out of a co-working space after essentially your entire entrepreneurial career working from home. And you were so giving and shared a lot of you know, vulnerable struggles that you and Omar were facing, and also some great benefits that you guys are already enjoying as a result of working in an office. So I'm very excited to be checking in with you on this today, see how you're feeling about it now that we're a few months on from that. And I'm also really curious to bring in this third option that we did mention in the previous episode, but that we never really got a chance to dive into. There's remote work, there's in-office work. And then of course, as of recent, you know, I think this probably within the last five years or so that it's really become super prevalent is a hybrid Mm. setup where you can kind of choose to be in the office or at home or do half and half or what have you. Mm -hmm. So I know that As a good friend of yours, and as someone who you chat with on a regular basis, I have a little insight into over how the past few months have gone since you've been working out of Fishburners, the name Mm -hmm. of the co working space that you guys are at. But I'm excited to share with our friends, how are you feeling about that change? Like, are you guys really happy in the co working space? And do you feel like you are kind of in a flow now? Give us a rundown. Mm -hmm. is the honeymoon over is that (laughs) (laughs) yeah because how how long has it been
1: has it been three months we're almost on three months it was the beginning of may that we yeah that we joined and I am conscious of you know knowing my knowing myself having a little bit of self-awareness how excited I can be about things and how gung-ho and how very (laughs) feverish I get about like oh this is the new way of doing things and I love it and I'm thinking oh am I gonna change my mind so I've been doing a couple of check-ins with Omar periodically like how are we feeling about this is this this going Uh well so I can report and will report that we are still feeling good about the move because like you said it was nine years plus yeah pretty much the whole time I've been an entrepreneur has been working from you know home and having a remote team and so after nine years to go all right let's now start working out of an office space big change yeah
0: big Mm -hmm. change
1: yeah And similar to, I think we brought this up in our last conversation. Um, as soon as you're, you have a topic or a theme that's kind of recurring for you, it comes up a lot in conversation. So I keep having, you know, these conversations with every, with people every now and then. And so it's good that we're, we're circling back on this because what's coming up now is, there's almost like two camps, like the managers, the employers they want people in the office and the team employees, if they have the choice, of course, we're always gonna you know just say it right now. we're talking about jobs that can be you know remote employees would prefer that to have the flexibility to have the choice and not go into the office so we'll we'll come back to that, but to answer your question. It's still going great. I'm still enjoying it yeah. and, you know, no regrets, no wanting to change things up for now anyway
0: So yeah, that's great. I'm really glad to hear that you guys are enjoying it. I know that you found a lot of really cool connection points going in and having different conversations. I know you mentioned in a previous episode as well that you've kind of taken on a little bit of mentorship there. You know, you've um, volunteered your time to chat with other people who are working on startups and stuff and in areas that you're an expert in. Let's be real. And then also so it sounds like you guys are having a blast with is it friday night pizza and drinks night yeah they do like a mixer every week every week every friday
1: night there's pizza and drinks and they could be an event as well in terms of like a panel discussion a mixer of sorts uh, but there's always like the friday night drinks and, and pizza which I really look forward to every week now.
0: I would too I I look forward to it and I don't even get to do it. It sounds amazing. <laughs> it's fun. And this is the thing, like we are
1: enjoying people, we're enjoying the space, we're enjoying all these little added benefits. So that's been really good, and there's been some really good sessions as well. Like, uh, like I said, these panels, these fireside chats, these mm-hmm. visiting—they've they've been visiting authors. So there's lots always happening. I am, I am still enjoying it. Having said that, though, pretty much consistently, for, yeah, maybe the last month or so, we have been doing one day work from home.
0: Okay like a specific day of the week or just kind of you guys will look at your schedule and notice that one day is like meeting heavy or something like that
1: yeah it might be like back to back in the morning with webinars recording and then it gets Mm -hmm. to the middle of the day it's like well, okay there's no point now heading to the office for three four hours when i may as well just finish up the rest of the day here Um, so that's kind of worked out organically this one day a week but it's been funny To think, like I, if it gets to a day, a second day in the week where I feel like, oh, maybe I could just stay home today. It's like, oh no, 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 that's not good. I don't want to start, you know, (laughs) setting that as the, you know, the routine.
0: I was gonna say, I feel like knowing myself, that would be a pretty slippery slope where I'd be like, oh, today would be a good day to stay home as well. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't washed my hair
1: today. I don't want to wash my hair; needs a wash. I'm gonna stay home today. I've been guilty of that thought as well. (laughs)
0: But there are like, I don't know, I just love that you guys have found this co working space. And I I mean, I know that you knew of it previously. But I just think that for anyone who is working from home who misses that connection point Mm -hmm. with other people, maybe who gets bored at Mm -hmm. home working by themselves, um, who would, you know, maybe really benefit from being able to attend things like this pizza and drinks mixer every friday night there's so much that a co-working space offers that for anyone who is kind of missing that i mean co-working spaces are everywhere right yeah so if anyone's tuning in and thinking like wow this sounds pretty cool i want to meet other people who are entrepreneurs and i want to eat pizza and have drinks on Friday night with other people. Um, maybe that's something that you can check out in your area. See if there's a co-working space within a reasonable distance and what it would be like, because I know also it doesn't have to be a super expensive thing, right? I'm pretty sure most co-working spaces allow you to just buy into a membership. You might not have your own individual office, but you can go in and get a desk space. Right. The
1: way this this place works in particular, the fish burners, which is different to say like a WeWork or maybe some other co-working spaces where they actually have office spaces where you close a door and you're in an office. This is hot desks. And open desk, open plan. So even if you have a dedicated desk where your membership includes like, okay, this is my desk, it's still part of an open plan setting. And mm. I really like that. I honestly feel it helps me think differently. I've realized that, you know, I love the home office. We've been talking about, we've just reconfigured our office spaces, love working from home. I've spent a lot of time making my home office a place where it's really conducive to working and productive in my office space, but I've noticed that I do think differently when I am in the co-working space hmm. Yeah. It's just different inputs. I don't know. There's you can go into a, a, room, a meeting room with a whiteboard, and even when Omer and I brainstorm now, our conversations flow differently when we have access to like, okay, let's go into this meeting room, let's whiteboard this out. The conversation does go differently than it does than it would at home in our home. I office. can
0: totally see that energy just being. It's a different energy, right?
1: Yeah, and I talked about this with a friend who she's a producer for a television station and. There is this resistance from a lot of people in her team, which she feels like, okay, she can't push back too much, but she's aware of the different energy, like you said, and what can come out of brainstorming sessions that are in person that is just Mm. so different when it's across the screen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember doing brainstorming sessions with like creative team and stuff. And even with clients, I mean, especially with clients, which is kind of difficult because when I was at the advertising marketing agency, a lot of our clients weren't in the same city as us. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of, you know, we did the best with what we had, but people are always distracted, right? Like there's always going to be something else going on. And this was, you know, both of us were in office settings, but in different locations. So you try and keep someone's attention who's like in an office and competing with other people around them and everything. And that can be tough. So, yeah. Well, so it kind of sounds like, I mean, in some ways you guys are kind of Doing a little bit of a hybrid, you know, one day a week at home, the rest of the days in the office. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So I'm really interested to chat about this hybrid option today because in so many ways, it does seem like a sweet spot. I mean, it's the best of both worlds, right? You have the flexibility to be at home and have those days with those packed schedules and not feel like you need to be in the office. But then you also have the days where you go into the co-working space. And of course, this is different depending on your business setup. And, yeah. you know, are you a manager going into your own office where you are housing your employees? And and what does that look like? Um, you actually shared a really interesting article from a friend of yours, right? Mm-hmm. She had published an article uh, titled, Is Hybrid Really All It's Cracked Up To Be? And there were so many... Interesting points that she brought up in there because she describes in this article, which we'll link up in the description, that she sort of is like testing this for herself for her yeah. own company, which I thought was really interesting.
1: Yeah, I had a great chat with Joe, who's the author of this blog post I will link up to because this was fresh after I had just joined the co working space and she's out in Perth and so. We were catching each other up on like you know, a few few years in between. We hadn't chatted for a while, and so it was super interesting because I was telling her about you know this this recent shift, and she said, "Yeah, I did this experiment. She runs a law firm and has a team of six, I believe, and wanted to see, is a hybrid setup better than either having everyone at the office or or having everyone at home. Um, it was a really interesting conversation. So some of the points that she brought up, I can relate to. One of the first points that she raised was this added decision-making fatigue or load. Like, do I go into the office today or do I not go into the office?
0: Right. And what I thought was really interesting when I was reading through her article is this whole test that she's doing is unique also and that she was fully remote before. So it's not like she was in an office and then this hybrid is like giving people you know, a little more space and freedom to work from home when they want. Everybody worked from home and now is being asked to come into an office. So that I could see maybe adding in a few more complications. And if it were the other way around, but that's also coming from somebody who, is a big fan of working from home. So to me, that is like a huge plus right there, right? But sure, if you're waking up every morning and starting your day with, hmm, do I go into the office today? That's why I was curious to hear from you how you and Omar were deciding on this one day a week. Like, is it the same day every week or does it, is it mm-hmm. schedule dependent? As long as you have criteria for what that looks like, I think that it could be easy, but I totally get what she's saying. If you don't have a criteria for what days you're going in and what days you're not going in, yeah, it's just an added thing that you have to think about, right? Because uh, there was one team that I spoke to
1: at the co-working space who had this rule where um, they they have work from home Wednesday, so they've mm-hmm. made it very clear, removed that decision of which day is it do I go in no Wednesdays is work from home and at first I thought oh that's really cool that makes it easy right it removes the the whole decision but then you think okay but it doesn't really make sense like in our case where maybe it's Thursday that happens to be the day that those calls got lined up and back to back, or we've scheduled a webinar that day versus, you know, another day that we could have done it. So you kind of like, I get like what she did is like, yeah, if you just keep it open ended because it kind of does make sense to, to have it open ended. Why be so rigid? You can argue both, mm-hmm. right? You can argue both, yeah. for, for both. But I've, like you said, like, I I feel like I've got a criteria, but, I, but it can be a slippery slope if you don't, I guess, have the overarching criteria, which I've set. It's like, okay, I don't want it to be more than a day a week mm-hmm. where we work mm-hmm. from home.
0: Yeah. Another point that she brought up, one of her other things that she noticed was this feeling of guilt when she's not in the office, Mm -hmm. which even adds to that. Right. I mean, then I can see it. You having this feeling of like, oh, well, if I'm not in the office, then am I not being there for my employees? Am I not? making use of this space that I'm paying for, not to mention back to her first point, the decision fatigue of yeah. making the decision to go in or not. But then you add in all the emotional weight of feeling guilty about whether or not you're there. That's a whole other thing, right? Yeah. And I could totally relate to that. We've talked about this, like
1: that's wasted energy, that guilty feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like not productive energy, but I can totally relate to that. If those days where I thought, Oh, maybe I'll just do a second at home it's like I started thinking about no why I'm we're paying for this desk space so I want to be there and yeah in our case it's just me and Omar but if we did have a team there then you want to be there to support them as well right
0: Mm -hmm. well and this is actually one thing that is quite the shift from your guys's originally wanting to have this office space was that you wanted to start building part of your team in person Mm -hmm. which you guys have shifted from for multiple reasons right and so that's also an interesting update on your end is that the reason that you guys started going to the co-working space isn't really doesn't exist anymore but you guys have still found this to be a beneficial thing for your routine and schedule and business very true you're right very true so as I said, had
1: said at the beginning, the remote team wasn't going anywhere, but we did want to add some local team members. And for, again, lots of reasons, the market, the timing, it hasn't panned out the way we've, we were hoping for it to pan out, but it's okay because we're still leveraging our awesome team. We're still adding team members, you know, who are working remotely, but still finding the benefit of, of being in this space, getting so many, so many other added benefits.
0: Well, and based on this article, it kind of sounds like an additional win that you don't really have some of these concerns or considerations because Mm -hmm. you're not going in for a team. You don't need to feel guilty about not being there if your team is there. And also her um, third point that she makes in the article, which I thought I I wouldn't have never thought about this. Like I totally get the guilty when you're not in the office thing. I totally get the decision fatigue. But the third thing that she said kind of surprised me. And that was that offices can lead to lazy management and a loss of connection. Another thing that I think that you guys, you know, you don't really have to worry about that having nobody else in the office with you except for each other, which isn't different from when you guys were just working from home. Mm -hmm. She talked about it as when you're working from home and your team is remote, you really have to kind of go the extra mile to check in with people right so you're more mm-hmm. intentional about that you do it more often but when you're just always running into people in the office and at any time you could go in and check and see what they're doing or ask them how their work is going maybe you don't do that as much and what does that do to your connection with your team and your leadership and and all of that right and it becomes such a brass tax
1: when you do get on a call you forget about talking about other things (laughs) and i've been very mindful of that on the on the flip side of you know because we've been remote of making sure that when we do connect on a call that there is some other conversation and personal connection, genuine interest in what's going on in people's lives or what's happened on the weekend, not just tokenistically as just chit chat, but, you know, genuinely because you want to get to know and you want to stay connected with your team. And I get like what she was saying here is that if you're, if you, your team is split. And I think this is probably a challenge for managers because if you're just going to jump on a call with someone, you you're probably just going to get down to the brass tacks right away. There might not be much opportunity to have more of a chit chat or yeah or discuss yeah. other topics. Whereas someone in person, you you might just end up casually bringing up and having a side conversation and connecting at another at a totally different level that's outside of work because you're there in person, and and so. Yeah, this was a really this was an interesting, interesting point that she brought up.
0: Yeah, and actually come to think of it, you bring up that point about being intentional when you're on calls with your team and having more of that kind of personal conversation added to the mix. I've noticed that my team chats recently. I, I will. I guess I'll take credit for it because it's happening. <laughs> but the conversation really has kind of been split 50-50. Like the first 50% of the call, we catch up and we mm-hmm. talk about what's going on in our lives. And they are so excited that John and I are expecting. So they're always asking about like, how's the baby and how are you feeling? And so it's been really nice to... Make that more of a priority, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and I do think that that stronger connection, that stronger personal connection, does come through in the work as well. Yeah, I think what's come out of like the conversations, I'm,
1: you know, I said it at the beginning. There's this kind of resistance from team members who want to have the flexibility, and I get that. Like I do think, you know, I, I take advantage of the flexibility, so I understand that. But I also see the other side. I also see the other side of how, like, my personal experience has been that I've seen the other side of how unproductive I can be at home. And so I kind of always feel like when there is this kind of battle between I want to stay home, I want to work from home, I do kind of think about, like, why? Like, why do you want to do that? You know, why are you avoiding Going into work to wear work,
0: PJs, <laughs> to wear obviously. P- yeah. <laughs> yes, that's I'm true. No, no, no.
1: But I get that's a thing. Like this is why I think this is such a, a recurring theme right now because yeah, and whether it's like reasons to like spend more time with the family or get your personal stuff done so that you, you know, you feel like your you know life is not just work. I get it. Like I think there's a lot of sides and a lot of variables to this conversation. Mm -hmm. But is it the sweet spot? I guess is, is hybrid. If it's, if it's, you know, if we're going to ask the question out of now that we've come full circle, you're fully remote, we were fully remote. Then I went all in on in person and I was super gung ho about it. But adding that work from home day means it's kind of hybrid. Like my setup is hybrid. What is, what is the, the best option if there is one.
0: Well, and I know that we've mentioned it super briefly in this episode and in episode 98, we, uh, I think, focused on it a lot more is this is so business dependent. Mm. I mean, what's your setup? And your friend is a perfect example. The article that we've been discussing today, you know, she's got a team of six and runs a law firm. And I can certainly see the benefits of her being in an office with her team like that could make a world of difference in her business and, and her team's productivity and how they're able to serve their clients. So there are just so many variables to what makes the most sense. And it, I think it's cool that she's doing this exploration and testing it out mm. because now she gets to see what like she'll actually have, you know, something to look at and say, okay did this make a difference and same with you guys you guys are testing this out and you've already come to the conclusion that there are so many great things that have come out of this so you know i think that for anyone who's in doubt or wondering that testing it out is a great way to go yeah
1: and look i i I just thought about This last point that we've got here came up in conversation because it was a little bit of like, I don't want to say it's like the elephant in the room, but maybe what is unspoken when it comes to this topic is, are we questioning if people are more productive and doing enough work when they're working from home? Is this kind of like the thing that people don't want to, say and we and and joe and i talked about it and so what came up was like this question of you know how are we measuring people's productivity does it really is it about time or is it about the actual work that they do Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just remembering where this question came from it was I didn't have an answer at the time.
0: So uh, what I think is so interesting, and I know that I've brought this up before, is it could be the uh, confirmation bias that I'm working with here. (laughs) But so many articles that I find on this topic of like remote work versus in-person versus hybrid, I always see research that, that shows that employees are doing their best skilled work at home. But I think that this might be a confirmation bias for me. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big question because that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? We want to be productive and we want to produce great work and we want our company, if it's our own company or the company that we work for to thrive, like we should all have these same goals in mind, right? Yeah, (laughs) And it might, it it and I get it. Like, it doesn't have to be about
1: the hours in the day. I understand that. Because I think that's where the the debate is. Well, if I can do my work in four hours, why should I be obligated to, to be at my desk or be in an office for eight hours? I get that. That makes mm-hmm. sense, right? Mm-hmm. The flip side of that is, well, is there? Yeah. What is the flip side of that?
0: Yeah, you- <laughs> I don't really know. Because it's not an argument of like, okay then you give that person more work do you only pay that person half the salary like that doesn't seem fair either (laughs) exactly yeah
1: yeah Mm. (laughs) a longer discussion a longer debate but it is something to think about and i think it's it's part of so maybe when like you said these articles that have coming up you know confirming one argument it's like who's the perspective like from
0: right whose perspective
1: is it serving
0: yeah well, a big thanks to your friend for publishing that article. I really enjoyed reading it and I think it's super interesting what she's doing. I'm so curious because I saw at the end of the article that she does say she's doing this for a year and then she's going to reevaluate. So I'm pretty curious to see what the end result is for her and her team. We might have to have Jo on. She's a very smart lady and I had a really great conversation with her. So maybe we'll bring her on maybe. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. We haven't done a guest episode in a long time. Oh, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Nicole, I loved hearing your updates. Thank you so much for sharing. And I enjoyed our chat, bringing hybrid into this conversation. I think it was a a great topic. Thank you. I enjoyed having this
1: conversation too. It's definitely one that keeps coming up for me. So more to explore. Always
0: more to explore. Always more to explore. (laughs) all right friends well as we close out today's chat on a little bit of all three we talked about remote we talked about in person we really talked about hybrid <laughs> we hope that you have picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most
1: and friends if you enjoyed this episode please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time.